The Hanukkah Light Series is sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Max and Anita Benatar, Le'ilu Nishmat, Dinalea Batsara Rasha. Part 4. The middle letters of the word Neshama are Shin and Mem, which actually spell Shem, the son of Noah. The Jew is deeply rooted to Shem. When a Jew performs an act, he doesn't treat it as it's a technical life-listing. Every action has a neshama connected to it, a pinimiyut. The action is done with intent, with life. Every Jew has six parts to his existence. Guf, nefesh, and ruach, the body, the soul, and the spirit, which are found in the body itself. Above the brain is the neshama, as well as the chaya and the yechida, which are all godly. The non-Jew only has the guf, nefesh, and ruach. This is why only Bnei Israel are called Adam, because the Jew acts through his neshama. Each of his actions is connected to God in an effort to cling to him. The non-Jew, who has no pinimiyut, has no concept of a spiritual connection. When a Jew enters a synagogue or a bet midrash, a study hall, he leaves that place a different person, a better Jew because the act of studying Torah and prayer raised him to a level closer to the mass of the universe. In contrast, when a non-Jew leaves his place of fun and entertainment, his pubs and bars, his drunken stupor would lead him to wrongful actions, because there's no purpose to what he does. A recent convert once approached a rabbi about her learning experience when preparing to join the Holy Nation. She stated, Rabbi, I understood pretty much everything that was taught to me, and I accepted it all. One thing I can't understand is why, how a Jewish lady would cry when she would light the Shabbat candles. She couldn't figure out what was so emotional about lighting candles. But based on what we're saying, it's not so difficult to understand her lack of emotion, because the non-Jew has no business understanding the concept of Ner Hashem Nishmat Adam, that the candle of Hashem is the Neshama of the person. Go and tell the Goy that when we look at a candle, we see our soul and our neshama is uplifted. This lady couldn't understand the spiritual element in lighting candles. And at first, she was not ready to accept. But when she was told that this mitzvah is crucial to perform, especially for Jewish women, and that her conversion would be in jeopardy, she had no choice but to accept it. The conversion was finalized. On her first Shabbat, she lit candles for the first time and all of a sudden she was overwhelmed with emotion. Her body began to shake, and within a few moments, she started bawling her eyes out. What happened? What changed? Simple. She received a Jewish neshama. The neshama was stirred when facing the Shabbat candles. This is why the non-Jew can't stand to see the Jew rise in spirituality. The cursed Nazis from Germany are descendants of Ashkenaz, who was the grandson of Yefet. How many testimonies of survivors state the same idea? The moment they were caught performing any religious act, they were subject to severe punishment. They would attest to the Nazis acting extra cruel on Yom Kippur, and there was no explanation for it. But in fact, Yom Kippur is a day of the Jewish soul, it's a day of the Neshama. It's a day when every Jew's soul binds itself to God stronger than ever. Whether they knew it or not, the Nazis felt inclined to inflict more harm. Because the Talmud says that even if they don't see it with their own eyes, their mazal, their heavenly angel, sees the Jews succeeding in their spiritual pursuits and sends messages to the nation down below to cause pain and suffering. What can the non-Jew do without boiling in anger? They find a reason to make the lives of the Jews miserable. 
they find ways to deviate them from the path of Hashem, to leave their Torah, mitzvot, and inject their own values into them. If successful, they could honestly ask, how are they different than us? Tune in for part 5 tomorrow.